Welcome to episode 1.10 of the Hailcast. This is Matt, living large. Dang. 1.10 is in fact the same number as 1.1 when you're dealing with math, but as I understand it in the podcast world, it means episode 10, and we are all living large. Let's go blue. Let's go blue. episode double digits really starting to to we're starting the groove here that's right you gotta be happy about that outcome so a palindromic finale three Race two car? two three Our oh right yeah, yeah, yeah right knock knock right who's there the right and ordered universe is there <laughs> It sure is. Uh, and Big Brother's there, too, right next to the right Notre universe. Yes, he is. Um, Paul Bunyan, uh, Coach Harbaugh, um, had commissioned a trophy case to be built in the locker room. I don't know if you saw that. And it now contains both Paul Bunyan and the brown jug. Is it to hold the ball forever? Yeah. Like, yeah, if you got a place to keep it, yeah, to look at it every day, that's what it's you're gonna lose that, yeah. And the guys have been having fun. I saw today they put a pair of maize pants and a sweet little Michigan cap on Paul. Me, looking uh, pretty Magnuson, yeah, Yeah. Magnuson's little doppelganger, spitting, uh, yeah, his doppelganger. Um, so that's nice. Get that Paul back, guy. Uh, why not? That's where he belongs, yeah. I guess Jordan Lewis wanted to. Prance that thing around the field. Yep. It would have been nice to see uh, a good shot, but you don't need to do that. It's you just another ball game. I um I understand some I don't think we've ever paraded it. Um, no, as as per um John U. Bacon, who is the the uh, historian of note for all things Michigan football, he's went through a uh, historical well, in 1953, when Shem didn't want it, and yada, yada, and nobody ever wanted the damn trophy. It was the governor who shoved it down <laughs> everyone's throats. Um, Wasn't Paul Bunyan from the... He's like from Minnesota the, or the something. Northwest or something? Or yeah, yeah, somewhere not even from Michigan. No. I mean, well, if in fact there was a Paul Bunyan, which I think it's a fictional character. It was a character for a commercial. Yeah. Right, you know, Mr. Clean. Yeah, right. So you would call Mr. Clean the uh, what do you call a character that represents a product? 
a character that represents a prominence. Dang straight, you do. <laughs> Something like a mascot type. There you well, go. Paul Bunyan was uh, a foot, you know, with like people who had big calluses on the bottoms of their feet. Bunions. And it was a big bunion cream. And it was all bunion chopping wood. Oh, look at these bunions. Ooh. So, I mean, I don't even understand. <laughs> Climbing up your uh, foot to, to start sawing hey, off those you bunions. bunions on your thighs. You hey. start the cream early. <laughs> Paul Bunyan. Well, he's home. Uh, and uh, it feels good. Um, Michigan, Dag Nabbit has not won a road game against a rival. And I suspect they're leaving Notre Dame out of this in nine years. They must be leaving Notre Dame out of this. Because they've certainly won in South Bend since then. Nine freaking years, though. God dang. Uh, My daughter was one. Uh, Luckily. Yeah. Yeah? Not necessarily luckily, but uh, luckily for her. As it turns out, yeah. Um, So 32, 23. Wonderful thing. Beautiful thing, uh, you know, and all this baloney about. I mean, I would never, I never feared the outcome. I, I, I feared the lack of. I, I sort of was disappointed in the lack of blowout, um, the lack of just, um, you know, just you knew, you just knew when it was only a nine point that they would, that Sparte would take uh, some sort of solace in it, like, oh yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't right. kick our asses, right. Five first five possession scores, five of the first six scores, or six of the first seven. Yep. So I mean that's pretty good dominance, and then then Lloyd Ball arrived. Um, Lloyd Ball indeed. I think the uh, the the blowout shifted on that third quarter wheel route that was intercepted. Yeah. Uh, that was the kill shot, and that DB played it properly. Did not get sucked over on that. Uh, on that motion off to the uh, quarterback right there. He stayed home. And then Spate, I think, held on to a beat too long. If he could have released that just a little bit quicker, uh, they had Higdon. I mean, they had him deep. Um, th- that would have done it. That would have been the end of the ballgame. That would be 34 to 10 at that point. And with all the momentum. And I don't, I mean, Sparty's got a lot of pride when they play Michigan. I don't think they'd have quit. But they may have begun to have quit creep into their minds a little bit. So credit credit Sparty for playing tough. Uh, I guess I should have known. Shame on me. Yeah, right. For thinking uh, fifty two nothing. <laughs> yeah, what am I thinking? Darn D'Antonio hates Michigan with yeah. an unhealthy hatred, which is uh, going to make this a real fun game going forward. It's going to be a weird game, I think, every year. Um, yeah, and they keep pointing to how much we're losing next year. They're losing a shitload too. Yeah, so it'll yeah. be. Uh, it's just reloading. See who can reload better. Yeah, reload I, quicker. The, what what came to mind when I when I uh, saw that touchdown they scored with what one second left, or in, in the waning seconds yeah. to pull within Corley. Yep, yep, yep. Was uh, Jake, Jake Jake Lamata to Sugar Ray Robinson. He never knocked me down, Ray. Hey, Ray. Never went down, Ray. He never got me down, Ray. You hear me? Never got me down. Yeah. 
<laughs> you never knock me out. You just got the hell kicked out of you. <laughs> but no, we didn't knock you down. Yeah. We didn't just destroy you. Um, but we kind of did. Um, we knocked out, what, two of their three quarterbacks. Yeah, um, broken leg. That's unfortunate. That is a bummer. That was their their youth. That's a big bone. Tibia, not fever. Yeah, but in your lower leg. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I think that was when uh, Peppers came in and sacked him. His leg did look a little freaky. It It looked looked like it was in a weird position. Yeah, I think Peppers kind of swung around and kind of got his both his legs look in awkward positions. Yeah. So that's too bad. That's too bad. But it is a little bit, as you said, a little sort of like payback for. Justice for Devin. Justice for Devin. Yeah. Justice is a better word than payback. Yeah, they felt like justice. You don't you love those headlines you were pointing out on the state news? Gosh, the student newspaper. That's just embarrassing. Winning with dignity. I can't imagine. Losing losing with dignity. The state news defeated with dignity. And the byline is MSU lost the Paul Bunyan trophy, but prevented a blowout against U of M. Hey, nice job. I mean, come on. <laughs> there's, not a, there's not a student, alum, or a faculty member that's thrilled with that headline. The Germans lost World War II to the Allies, but prevented them from completely overtaking their homeland. Well done, Germany. <laughs> nice victory. <laughs> so do we have any um, particular thoughts about the uh, the ball game there Saturday beyond the, the thrill of victory? Uh, yeah, I think Wilton Spate, other than that pass, is, is uh, 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 and to use a Jim Harbaugh term, ascending. Um, uh, you know, to come out and to score repeatedly like that is, is a good, good sign. Um, that you're not always going to be playing Sparty. Sparty will play Michigan tough, like, like we said just a few moments ago. Shame on us for, for, for thinking it would be a blowout. Um, I. But we're not going to be playing, and if we can score five out of five times, six out of the first seven times, we're going to beat everybody. Because that will demoralize uh, most folk. Most folk don't have the ability to rest on. Oh, we can't. We're going to deal with this for a year yeah. from everywhere, from all sides. Uh, this is our in-state rival. This is our. This is our game-making, our year-making game for our team this year so they could fall back on that and play with pride like they did um but they still got their asses handed to them they, i mean it was still a beatdown. it was a uh for three three plus quarters it was a solid beating yeah minus that first drive first drive was, and they put a little beat down on us for seven minutes yeah they shoved and us and that was right. over with and we said well boom we could boom we could, boom boom we could do that too yeah uh, repeatedly, we didn't punt Michael until nine minutes and change remaining in the ball game. Yeah, so that was another. You know, that's one of those things. Like, come on, okay. yeah, <laughs> it's spoiled. We are. Yeah. Uh, nice to uh, see Kenny Allen just drill and field goal. That's another great thing. Getting that's now five for five in the last two games. Yeah. That's he seems to have found his groove. And um, Darbo is becoming, you know, maybe number two receiver behind. Uh, Northwestern's uh, walk-on superstar. Awesome car, having a great year. Um, yeah, I mean, the circus catches, the concentration, when when you're being interfered with 
all in the same time. That's another thing that gets stuck out is, you know, there was just hold after hold after, how about that dropped, I mean, that dropped ball replay. What are they looking at? It's so frustrating. What, you can't see the ball ricochet off the ground? I mean, what? It's not conclusive enough for you? No. Well, that changes 4th and 15 to 4th and 2. That was frustrating. Uh, you know, and, and it's time and again you go to these replay officials, and they just, they, what are they looking at? What sort of weird... Anyway, so yeah. the officiating was subpar. It was awful. Um, I mean, even... The, that tar- the targeting that got, didn't get called. And right. That goes against the... You know, but that was... That was targeting. By law. I mean, by rule. Not you... <laughs> Unless they unless they saw that that was a shoulder shot to the head, but boy, it looked like a head shot. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chris Fry got that tough kid. That is a tough freaking kid because he got hammered. Right. Over and over, Riley Bullock got hammered uh, several times. Um, a lot of those guys were just getting worked. Um, felt good to be on the other side of it. Sure did. Felt real good. Um, kind of tired of seeing Michigan getting pushed around over the past several years. So that that feels real good to yeah, you uh, look flip at that, the script. You look at the stat line, though. One thing that stood out at me, and it's no surprise, though, is the uh, leading tacklers on the team this week. You know, in the top five, I think you're going, there's three DBs. Yeah. Number one is Hill. Yeah. And then you've got Jordan. You've got... Um, I don't know if Strubling was is in that top five too. Yeah. Um, you you really your 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 linemen, defensive linemen. You know, okay, they're just supposed to you know essentially that's the, the backers. But Gideon was down that list where he's usually one, two, or three for sure. He's down at six or seven. Um, they just they were hitting. That's a a boatload of yards to give up. So they got to figure out that perimeter. Um. Because L.J. Scott is a, is a good running back, and you've been saying that all year. I He's like L.J. Scott. I think him and uh, Saquon Barkley from Penn State, two best backs in the league. And uh, I, I, I don't think D'Antonio did his players any justice. Is some of those decisions they don't make any Not sense? Not playing L.J. Scott in the second drive. Yeah, <laughs> he just took you down the field. Right. I was thinking. I, I was screaming um, the. 2003 Michigan game when uh, Michigan Michigan State game when Lloyd fed Chris Perry the ball 51 times. Do that with Scott. If not rush him 51 times, then flare it out to him, throw it out on screens. Or yeah, he's feeling it. He, he's the one man that can, hot. that can hurt, hurt you. So well, you know, according to, according to um, D'Antonio uh, Holmes. Gerald Holmes, yeah, has been uh, he's been been playing well and uh, practicing well and and deserved to have some playing time. Well, he got it, <laughs> <laughs> got it. So uh, it's an egalitarian system yeah. over there in East Lansing, and um, and the hot hand has no hold over the man who's been. You're needing some time to play. So Gerald Holmes rat rushed six times for fourteen yards. He's earned it though. He's yeah. earned the ability to rush those six balls. Yeah, gosh. Was that that drive that he played and then never played again? Yeah. Did he learn his lesson? Why didn't he earn 
Why didn't he earn the ability to play after that? No idea. Did uh, D'Antonio realize that the error of his ways there? Did. How about the math? Yeah. Why'd you uh, kick the field goal? I wanted to beat down two scores, and then meanwhile, two yeah, scores. You're down 20. You kick a field goal, you're down 17. You're still down three scores. So unless you're Woody Hayes and you can, you know. You can score three on a conversion. Conjure up three on an extra point. Yeah, he, uh, he's, I don't know. I think, and then the math at the end. What was right. that? I just want to look better? Well, the, the last seven minutes of that ball game were running up the score in a loss is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was con- completely that. there was They weren't going to win that game. No. He wanted to make it look respectable. And That's he wanted to, I think, you know, as much as anything, I think just to put off the freaking victory for Michigan as long as he possibly could, make it as an- uncomfortable as possible. And to a degree, he did. The, the last quarter sucked. Um, not for fear of losing, but just for like, you know, come on. Get on with it. You're, gonna, you're not going to win this ball game. Well, he got the highlights. <laughs> he got the highlight he was looking for. Oh, oh Jabril. Oh, that still that somebody has of Jabril running it with D'Antoni in the background and, this, and his ashen face, yeah. his, his mortician's face. Yeah. Yeah, that was. He's got smoker skin. I don't think he's a smoker. Maybe he is a closet smoker, but he's got smoker skin. You know what? They've got that grayish kind of like loose hanging skin that looks like it, they've just been smoking their whole lives. And it's a pallor. Yeah. He's, he does have a, a mortician's pallor. Yeah. I'm going to start calling him Morty. <laughs> Morty D'Antoni? <laughs> Morty D'Antoni. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That is a nice thing. Uh, to have a, a year of uh, basking in this, and not, you know, don't need to do any basking necessarily, but not to have, Just, not to have to have to worry about anybody chiming in about, oh, maybe you guys can beat us on the football field. All right, go back to basketball now. You can chirp at us about hoops. Right. You got us. You got us. Yeah, and there's no guarantee they got us in hoops either. But. No, there's not. But uh, in the, you know, the last quarter century. Yep. You can turn the page now. Yep. Feels good. You know what felt good was uh, I think that was a mental hurdle for the seniors. They had never beaten this team. Yeah. So feels good for them. And it oh, reaff- man, we're so excited. It reaffirms that whole. You know what? We've got bigger goals. We've got bigger um, fish to fry than Sparty. But the, the fact of the matter is, we need to beat this team by hook or by crook. Um, and they sure did. They went down there and took care of business. Great, great uh, game for Spate. His yeah. first really true road game. I mean, his first road game is was Minnesota, but he came in late, right, last year to relieve Rudock. His first road start was at Rutgers, but come on. Rutgers is going to give him. That's not an environment that's hostile. So he uh, he takes care of business in East Lansing, and uh, we, we go on upward and onward. Um, well... Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Choo choo coming. And it just went by without dropping off uh, the notes that I had stored in my brain. <laughs> Jabril Peppers had another big game, huh? Oh, but how about him yeah, vaulting? Yeah. I mean you look at the Heisman rankings now after that performance and it and it was it wasn't that dazzling really. It was a 
to me, that's a standard Jabril game. I picked him to have four touchdowns. Well, okay, when he's got that first touchdown, I'm like, all right, right on schedule, my man. It didn't turn out that way. But, I mean, uh, what was that? Eight tackles, two tackles for loss, sack, touchdown. That that um, I'm a little confused as to why that fumbled two-point conversion does not count as a turnover, but it doesn't. And so um, that's a two-point – what do you call it then? If it's not a turnover uh, – it doesn't count as a turnover. So we were one to one in turnovers against State. Um, it's yeah, that's weird. It's not odd. It was a fumble. It's a complete it pitch sure was fumble. A fumble. Um, but they don't consider extra point. Uh, anyway, so I mean, yeah, that just seemed like a a basic game for him. I look for more out of him, and if he can really start, maybe doing just doing that much. Every game, and maybe a couple more, because he didn't have much to do on the punt return. Um, he had the one return where the Fry got his head crushed. Yeah, true. Um, he, there was some statistic that it was the first time in 10 years in college football that a player had rushed for, a, uh, I don't know, was it rushed, received, returned to kick, returned to punt, had a sack. Pulled it received. He caught a ball. He, he did? He lost two yards on it, yeah. Oh, 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 right, yeah. When they split him out and uh, for the screen? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they but, read that? But there were, it was something along the His first time, it, it doesn't happen very often that he was all over the place. And I think that's the reason why uh, we're seeing that big jump now is because uh, he was three. Yeah. Now he's two. Yeah. Um, and he's on, I, I think I read it, he's on nine, he was, he got nine first place votes, which is only 10% of the voters, but considering that, uh, LeVar, well, not LeVar Burton, uh, Lamar, the Louisville QB, yeah, um, yeah, so considering he's putting up video game numbers, mm-hmm. The fact that he's that Jabril's got ten percent of the vote for first place is, and seventy nine percent of the ballots now he's on. Yeah, where it was he's either first or second or not even on the ballots. He's now on seventy nine percent of the ballots. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's just a matter of uh, you know if you can light up somebody was. He's got bigger stages going forward than right. Yeah, big than championship Ohio State. Yeah, but just do this sort of thing. The next three games. Well, shoot! If you do that, you're you gotta win. I and mean, that was a pretty big game. It didn't, but it didn't seem like it. It didn't seem anything special for Jabril. It just seemed like, uh, I mean, if he's if you're at the five yard line and you put him in uh, Wildcat, he's gonna score. Yeah. I mean, so that's just a given. That's right. a given touchdown uh, for me, anyway. I mean, it, at least if he was running Wildcat. For all four downs, it's first and first and goal from the eight, and Jabril's running wildcat. Jabril's going to score at some point. Uh, the uh, color analyst mentioned that uh, Brock Huard said, "Yeah, you could run a, an entire offense with Jabril at the at the uh, wildcat and have a lot of success." Oh yeah, probably what a bunch of ball Supposedly games. he can toss the ball pretty decent. Well, yeah. I mean, of course he can. Yeah, Jabril's pretty good at football, as it turns out, according to Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Uh, so that's uh, it's it's exciting to to have that going for us, you know, in this undefeated season, and to have a Heisman uh, candidate who is just who's got the backstory, you know, and 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 uh, to give credit to the uh, Deshaun, he's got a great backstory too, you know, uh, and so you're, I think we're going to be hearing these as we go forward, um, what they've gone against, the odds they've they've come up against. I was watching uh, was it Robert Big Big Ten Networks Robert. Jacks Robert uh, Ohio State oh, Robert Smith Robert Smith he, uh, they had a, a piece on, on Jabril and Robert Smith evidently came up in similar situations uh, uh, circumstances and is just uh, you know essentially gushing over Jabril um, and and wants the story to be told and can't wait to hear this you know wants the whole nation to hear Jabril's story because he thinks it's it's a powerful. The ESPN had a little segment in game day there. Yeah. It was a downer. I it, mean, it sort of is a downer. I mean, it's a story yeah. of... So it's, it's, they gave, the Big Ten gave the same one. Yeah. Story of redemption, of rising above and getting through it. Um, and you, you do, it's a feel good at the end of the day about Jabril and his mom getting through this mess. You know, Jabril lost his brother. and I have to imagine Jabril's got a dark side. Well, He's so bright yeah. and cheery and energetic and smiley. Yeah. But I've got to figure the man's got to have a dark side. He's got to. And have man, it. I don't ever want to see that dark side. Well, we I get to, I think we get to see a little we, bit. We get to see on the football field. field. Yeah. That's where his dark and it's not even it's a bright side though. It's not even dark. He's well, on the he, football field. It's a bright dark side. How, how about when they there was a timeout of sorts, but they didn't cut to commercial and they they kind of tracked it was right at the tail end of the ball game and Jabril was stalking the sideline. He was pacing up and down that sideline and just had a focused, crazy man look in his yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah. He was, you know, barking, cheering up coaches or anyone that would listen, firing him up and just pacing and prowling that sideline. I'm like, how does he have that energy? Just itching. Everyone else is, you know, they're just taking liquids or taking the load off. The game's over. And he's, well, then he comes out and he, Sprints eighty six yards for a two point conversion. You know the sprinters take the end. I mean, we're all taking pictures. I mean, you're taking yes. a picture of it. I'm taking a picture of it, and then of course everybody else. You right. know, it's the it's the shot. You know, we we all knew that was the shot. Yeah, it breaks the tape. That oh. was freaking awesome. It's beautiful. That he's not done. He does a backflip in the victory formation. <laughs> Good grief! You played like seventy five plays on a warm day. I would guess it's more than seventy-five. I don't have the numbers. I don't have the numbers on how many snaps he took. Because he's he's played like ninety-five in a game before. They pulled him out a bunch. No. Um, there was that sequence. I think he got the wind knocked out of him when he got crushed by that uh, that left tackle. Came out and swallowed him up and landed on him and kind of thumped him. And then he left for a, at least a series. They brought Noah Furbush in. Um, so he he missed a pretty good chunk of that series, if not the rest of it. Regardless, he's a he's an yeah, absolute he's a, freak of nature. I mean, like a uh, Bo Jackson, Herschel Walker. I mean, there's these guys are just bonkers off the charts. Maybe, maybe the best ever. We'll see. But he he could be the best football player ever. Football player, yeah, ever, yeah. We said before. I mean, let's say it again. I mean, he's he's got to be rounding into that conversation. He just has a a gift for football. Yep, he is very very good at it. Um, or he or he's gonna re, or he's gonna redefine 
because um, you're gonna you're gonna see him in the NFL playing both sides of the ball. I have to imagine. You want to get him the ball, yeah. Um, so, man, he's a redshirt sophomore. Damn, I know <laughs> he could play here two more know, years, right? Can you imagine? He's won a lot of championships. Well, in high school, he won a championship every year. Um, freshman, sophomore, and then he transferred from or to Paramus from Don Bosco, and then he won at Paramus, and I think they won a national championship as well. So he, he knows about winning, and he's been the guy on every he's one of the teams. He's a track, you know, track champion. That state champion. Yeah. But not just state champion, like record state. No one in New Jersey's ever run it quicker. Uh, I think I was talking, um, I don't know, I was listening to the, uh, some group of uh, fellas talking about the uh, Heisman race, and and they're like, don't for, let's not forget about Jabril. He was like the number one corner. Right. Well, I remember when he was coming out, the uh, East Coast uh, head of scout um, recruiting. I, I don't know the guy's name. I can't think of it. I know it. I can't think of it. But he had mentioned, uh, I don't know if he had committed to Michigan yet or not, but they were asking about this Jabril Peppers because I think at that time he was the number two overall kid. And he's like, now listen, he, you know, we've got him in as the uh, the number one corner. Um, he's like, but he's like, honestly, he would be the number one running back in America. Um, he'd probably be the number one safety. You know, he goes on and on. But we're seeing that now. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's translating to big time. That spin move. Oh my with the tackle in state is so reminiscent of that high school movie had where he just Good they played that again at, at, on the Big Ten tonight. Um, that, that that video from high school where it's, it's just like a, what? It's a total video game. It is insane. Raiders type move. He was untouched on that spin. In that <laughs> no. Michigan State game. Yeah, I thought defensive man grabbing air. Yeah, and that's like a top recruit. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, welcome, welcome to Jabril. Welcome to video football, <laughs> freshman. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean. We could we, we, we say it every week. Jabril podcast. We say it every week. We go on and on. Well, we, we say it every week because we're we're so lucky to have decided to do this in this year, and to have and know, to be able to uh, to bear witness to this freak of nature. Um, again, we uh, cheer for Jabril, and we um, we uh, we hope that he stays healthy. Yeah, so one, down, one thing, the one, one thing that could slow him down. Oops, lots of guys stay healthy. Yeah, no our doubt. offensive line, no doubt. Um, well, how about that Big Ten? Big Ten, we had a big tilt in Wisconsin with uh, the Badger and an undefeated Nebraska, <laughs> which uh, turned out to really thriller, overtime thriller. Yeah. Very. I, uh, you know, that was one of those games where I thought Wisconsin would win it. But then we talked about it last week. Yeah, I'm picking Wisconsin because I thought, no, and they lost. When you said they lost their other linebacker. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, this is the time they're going to beat them. Um, and they, you know, that, that Western race is still up in the air. I mean, just like the Eastern race is too. But, I mean, it's really up in the air. I mean, Northwestern's in it. Visibly, Nebraska's, you know, uh, Wisconsin. Minnesota's, I mean, there is a road for Minnesota to win the. I think I, when I see five times 
five teams have a shot at this thing? Five teams? I, I mean, are they including Iowa, too, somehow? I mean, what other? Let me see. I see Minnesota, Northwestern. It's the most wide-open division in, in the Power Five conferences. Nebraska, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, Northwestern. That's five. Only two are eliminated are Purdue and Illinois. I was really looking. Uh, I'm really like you were uh, to see Nebraska, Michigan in a in a conference title game. Now I'm getting ahead of myself. We got to beat a uh, tough Ohio State team. We got to beat Iowa. We got to beat Maryland. We got to beat the Hoosier. Yeah, and then we got the Hoosier. Beat. You know, is the one that really sort of. You know, it's a well at this point of the season, it's single. It's almost single elimination. If we're looking at the big picture, big yeah. prize. Yeah. Um. So they're all. Not frightening, but they're all, you could, if you don't play your best ball, you could drop to, yeah, you probably get away with not playing 100% against Maryland, but. Now, let me ask you this. We lose to. Iowa. Iowa. Do we only drop to six? Uh, not if, if we, you know, I think if we won the, the league championship, I think we'd make it. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing Penn State. They lose to, I'm sorry, I'm comparing Ohio State. They lose to Penn State, right. a Penn State team that at that point wasn't the the darling that they are today. No. They had just started their ascent. You know, they, they get you know. I look at Penn State. And I think forty nine ten. I think okay, what what am I not? What am I seeing? You're not. You're not seeing. They've been getting better and better. Okay, they've beaten some teams. Okay, they beat the hell out of Purdue, but. Uh, I'm imagining Michigan losing to an equivalent, say, Iowa team. Mm, is I would Michigan only drop force? I, I I guarantee you, Michigan would drop further than Ohio State. Probably. Uh, and it's not to say that Ohio State at that point wouldn't then move ahead of us if we lost, but I, I just think the it, there would be no. You know, if we lost to Penn State now, we would we drop more. Than Ohio State, just because they're a, a fan favorite or a, a poll favorite. Anyway, it sort of doesn't mean anything. Speaking of Ohio State, though, they had a tough matchup against Northwestern. Dang. Yeah, they did. They were in a dogfight. Again, like you said. Northwestern had several opportunities to win that. Ohio game. State's got some deficiencies, and it's the first time that Barrett has not accounted for a touchdown in his starting career. Uh, they put up over 400 yards on Ohio State. Yeah, Northwestern did, and and had a chance to win it. They yeah. sure did. Um, I mean, um, they took the the risk of kicking the field goal and then hoping to get the ball back and go down and score, whereas a touchdown ties the ball game. Yep. Um, but they just ran out of time. They couldn't stop him on defense. Being that Barrett, that big Barrett run there at the end of the game, but. Uh, he's a clutch player. He he came through big at the end, but man, he's got some. Uh, he's got he's got some passing issues, and he's got some, he's got some O line issues. I you know I look at Michigan State and go, how how are they going to move the ball on us? Mm-hmm. How are they going to move the ball? How are they going to run on us? O'Connor or whoever's starting at quarterback is going to have to win it through the air against us. When there's just I mean, there's no other. And what do they do? They come up and put a. You know, 200 yards of rushing against us, essentially. Yep. And um, 
so all these things I say about Ohio State, he's got this problem. He's got, you know what? He'll probably come down. He'll probably have his best game against Michigan. One would uh, expect. I would, would expect, expect that. He would expect it. I would expect the best game out of Ohio State. Um, but maybe his best game. Is it going to be enough? Isn't enough. Well, we just against saw. Th- our best game. Okay, we just saw the best game that Michigan State will. I'm going to go out on a limb. We'll play all year. And it wasn't nearly enough. Nowhere near enough. Nowhere near enough. I mean, let's face it. It wasn't anywhere near enough. Now, granted, Ohio State's got better players. So their best game versus Michigan's best game, I think Michigan wins. I mean, you could... Okay, they're in Columbus. Uh, that's that's factor. There's no doubt. Wilton Spates never played in Columbus. Um, so those are no. very real questions. But it's state, though. He got through the state. Yeah, that's a that's a big. That's no picnic. That's a big part of uh, getting accustomed to those joints. Yep. yep. And if yep. you're just handing the ball off, and you can just let the running backs get you down and get you, you know, uh, you know, just pay, playing. I mean, it's working out the way we thought it would work out. Let let it develop. Let it be. Your defense leads it like in '97, and your offense finds its way and yep. develops. And Brian Greasy. Yeah. You know, develops into a bootleg to two men passer, and uh, I mean, you know, I mean, it was. Yeah, you're right. Late, late in that season in '97, uh, that defense started leaking, leaking oil. Um, they were giving up some yards and points, and that offense, you're right, did bail them out of uh, some late games. And the Washington State game for the Rose Bowl. Yep. They, that offense won the game. Spate is, man. Woodson did a pretty good job with the INT in the in the, in the end zone. Yeah, uh, he sure did. That was, <laughs> that was big time. He had a big game against the Buckeye too. Is that right? Um, I, I really like Spate's uh, progression, though. I think he's really rounding in the form. Who did we compare him to early on in our one of our first podcasts? Who does he? Who did he remind us of? Initially, we thought that we talked about John Navarre. Yeah, of course, and, and that's still the case. But and who does in in when translating that to NFL? Oh, Roethlisberger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he, as it's turning out, yeah. The, the, Very I keep much. hearing Roethlisberger about him from yeah. the players, and it turns out he models himself after. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a, that's what um, Poji was saying, or. Um, yeah, I believe one of those guys, you know, was like, uh, yeah, he's a big guy, and he sort of, you know, talks about being a Rothless, but I'm like, we'll say what? Yep. All yeah. Right, all right. We, not a shocker. I mean, we're not he, idiots. He's a big, he is a big man. I mean, there's no getting around it. And uh, he's got that that real nice, and Big Ben has the same thing, that ability to shuffle just enough to escape pressure. That big play with your um, with your eyes downfield. Yep. You know? that, that big play where he hit uh, Chesson, um, where he escaped that corner blitz, mm-hmm. and just stepped aside. And as it turns out, that corner that missed that tackle was none other than Jalen Watts Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. Um, but yeah, he's got just enough uh, mobility um, to escape that pressure. He's got a really nice ability to sense that. Yeah, and keep his eyes downfield, like you said. And he's got a toughness. I mean, he stood in there and took a pretty good shot. Uh, well, you know they're trying to get to him and hurt him. Yeah, and that's everybody well, is. But that was the book on him after Colorado, right? 
So he took that shot against Colorado and sort of seemed rattled. Um, I think he's shaken that. He's That was a good experience for him. Now he knows I'm going to take shots. i got to shake it off and next play. He's growing up. Yeah, he's doing a bang-up job back there. Gosh. Looking at the field and seeing the field. Big guy. Finding the receivers. That big, big, and, the, and, the, and the height. Yeah, you're right. That's very helpful. See over those big lines. Yeah. Boy, he can see the field so well. Never seems to panic. Just a couple things, if he could iron out, he would be just about unstoppable. I mean, he's very close to being very, very, very good. He's right there. What Coach Harbaugh said, he's a budding, and then he caught himself, and he says, I almost said star. He says, he's not far from a budding star. Well, uh, they were t- on, on Big Ten Network the other day, they were talking about um, possible um, offensive MVPs, and they named the obvious ones, Sakon, uh, Barkley, that is uh, Saquon, is that what his name? Mm-hmm. Barkley. Um, um, Barrett, you know, I don't know that they even named Barrett, actually. Austin Carr, I think that Austin Carr, Saquon, Saquon Barkley. And then it's like, you know, so one of them says, you know, we keep seeing performances like this and the way this guy's rising. I wouldn't be surprised to have Wilton Spate in the conversation for Offensive Player of the Year in the Big Ten. <laughs> it's like, oh, well. Not shocking. We should know better. Again, right. shame on us for not... Uh, well, actually, truth be told, is in the season preview, we did mention all faith in Harbaugh's oh, ability yeah. to develop well, The numbers of the Rudock progression versus the right. state progression are almost startling Yeah, how much better... I think the, is. yeah the the splits are very very similar. Um, where does Spate land in the uh, in the conference here? He's, it was like like nine touchdowns and seven interceptions for Rudock versus thirteen and three for thirteen and three. Yep, thirteen and three for Spate, and let's see. Um, uh, that's from 13 games. He ended up with 20 and 9. Um, uh, he had seven interceptions at this point. At this point. Murdoch did. Um, and the number of touchdowns was, you know, it may have been, it was somewhere between 8 and 10, I think. Gotcha. But, and we were all giddy about, you know, his progression. Boy, he's playing awesome. Yeah, we're starting. And then, and, and especially after the, he he then after that that first he in his first several games he had seven interceptions. Then he the rest of the year he threw two. Uh, Rudock did. Um, uh, very exciting, very exciting. Um, anything else in the Big Ten? Big games? Uh, Not really. Um, nothing worth. Uh, Penn State. You know, we uh, mentioned their resurgence. They destroyed Purdue, which I don't know what sort of... I, technically, Penn State's still in it for the uh, for the division. Well, how about... you got to mention Indiana. Hoosiers. Just because they had three guys that went over 100 yards rushing in the game, and they beat up on the... Uh, up on, it was a tightly contested ball game, but on um, Maryland. Maryland, who we're facing this week. And... Um, uh, I just I look at Indiana and I think, wow, you know what? That's just a 650 yards. I mean, that's a that's gashing. Yeah, but if you can hold them to, if you can take 50 percent off of that, 
uh, that's still more than we're used to allowing. Yeah. Um, a ball game. Um, so. Yeah, the Hoosiers are. They're not to be trifled with. They no. can knock. They can knock anyone off in this league. Um. Yeah. Minnesota's I, another. Uh, I don't um, know. Yeah. I mean, they they handled Illinois, stopped them at Illinois' homecoming, um, and are now uh, sort of, you know, once again just sort of on the rise. And who knows in that. Uh, that Western division, where they're going to end up, I don't think they're really going to factor in when it comes down to the end of it. I, I think it's Wisconsin's to lose. Um, although, I'll tell you what, those two quarterbacks for both those teams, three quarterbacks actually, two for Wisconsin and Tommy Frazier. Frazier for, but that, all they did was throw interceptions, it seemed like. Um, mm-hmm. so I look... I don't know that we're going to see, but Nebraska will probably end up seeing Wisconsin again if we can make it through Ohio State and the rest of our schedule. Um, this might be a good segue right into the our, our what came out just a couple hours ago, the first edition of the college football playoff rankings. Yeah. And if you're a Michigan fan, you might initially think, oh, what? What the? Clemson jumps us from three to two. Right. We're now three, but like you said, it's the difference is home or away jerseys. What, what do we care? It doesn't matter. You make the top four is what you're looking for, and we don't really care. We handle our business. We're in. Right. Yeah, ideally you're one, and if you're not one, then you're two or three, my opinion. You know, you get a, what? Eldorado, set of steak knives. Yeah. Yep. Caddy or, uh, uh, yeah, so Bama uh, is number one. Clemson number two, Michigan three, Texas A and M number four, which is sort of a that was a coup. That was an eyebrow raiser over the undefeated Washington Husky. Well, um, they've got a they've beaten more teams. Uh, their one loss was at Alabama. Yeah, and they've beaten four teams that are um, ranked. Yeah, versus or or four teams that have a I believe have a winning record, and uh, Washington's beaten two teams with a winning record. I mean, the, 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 uh, they, the they still call it the Pac-10? Pac-12. Pac-12, not getting any love. No. No, that's... Uh, I have a lot of silly questions for somebody who does a college football podcast. Well, here's Basic the, silly questions. Well, here's the thing is... Uh, Pac-10, Pac-12, what's it called? Bama and A&M are not both going to be in the top four. I can't imagine. A&M or Bama is going to... Someone's got to win the SEC, and they both can't win it. And I'd be shocked if, uh, assuming Washington wins out. No. And A&M wins out. And A&M wins out. I'd be shocked if they picked a one-loss A&M team that did not, did not win their uh, their conference over Washington. Well, that's what they say. They say the guy, the chairman of it, who was on ESPN tonight, is like, you know, did you see this interview? Uh, I, yeah, I saw parts of it. Okay. Well, his basic argument there is, well... It's we don't know who the conference champions are going to be until another four weeks. Right. So, yes, that does mean a lot, but they're not conference champions yet. So, right. all things being equal, both teams went out. They're so close at this point. The conference championship would trump yeah. would trump the most likely, and they would probably end up at number four. Like Her, Herb Street was saying tonight, 
this is the best news Washington could have gotten. What about the best? I mean, they could have been four. This was his argument. Now they've got a... They've got a chip on their shoulders. They're probably going to make it anyway, but they're, they can look at it as they're being disrespected, and that can act as a little bit of motivation. I suppose. Um, uh, and, and that's pretty much what everybody agreed. It, once it comes down to it, if all things play, they'll probably be in because they're, they're packed in. But then the other guy's like, hey, what about Colorado? Colorado just yeah. be, able, be able to win this conference championship. And uh, could they sneak in with two losses? No, there's no way a two loss Colorado from the Pac 12 is going to sneak into the college because they they just don't like the competition out there. Yeah, um, but it would still be sweet to have Colorado be the spoiler. I mean, I'm a big fan of Colorado winning that just because I'm a big fan of uh, a lot of people that went to Colorado, so I'll give them my vote. I'd love to see them win that. I hear you there. I hear you there. I'm a big fan of the buffs. Um, Although I would rather see, because you know LSU is going to beat Alabama this week. Huh, that'd be nice. And uh, I'd rather see Washington again going against Michigan. That's an old. Yeah, that's a great. Because we have the full shizzle pass defense, and there's no way that dude, that young dude, mm-hmm. is going to pick apart. I, mean, I look at it like Brian Leaf. You know. Mm-hmm. And. You're not even going to do as well as Ryan Leaf did. Um, Louisville. What were they saying? Louisville probably was the biggest loser in this college football mm-hmm. poll ranking because they're in, they're number seven and they have a tough route. They don't have enough big games in no, front of them to, to jump. Ahead. Yeah, they're at they do not control their destiny. Is kind of the, how it shakes down. Um. Every team in front of them does, save maybe A and M. But A and M's got four teams in the Big Ten from it. That's a mate in the top ten from the Big Ten. Yeah. Wow, how things have changed in the last couple of years, you know. You know what? A couple coaching hires that are worth a damn. Yeah. Um, we'll do that. All right. It's funny. We talked uh, some years about some years ago. You know, there's all these hypotheses about. I mean, you're getting into social economic hypotheses about jobs moving south and flight from the Rust Belt and yada yada. In you know all the talents down south and well, as it turns out, yes, there's there is truth to that. However, if you've got a coach that's worth a darn. The kids will come play for you from down south. Um, Don't forget about water. You, fresh water, yeah. I mean, fresh water is playing. I mean, the, big, the southwest has no fresh water. That's a big recruiting I mean, tool. It's, it, it's going to be a big recruiting tool outside of football, just outside of people coming here to have fresh water. Right. <laughs> so that whole rust belt thing is, you know, you like rust. Water causes rust. Come see the water. Right. Come see what the rust is all about, folks. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the Big Ten is has really flipped the script. Yeah. Well, now they've got to... Uh, finish. Finish. And, uh, assume, as long as an SEC team keeps winning the national championship, yeah. it's tough to say, you've uh, got the best conference. Yeah. Well, they've got the best team every year. Yeah, the Buckeyes took care of that, what, two years ago? Yeah. Um, by knocking out Bama. I got. I got a. I. I have to say, Michigan's I, turn. Uh, I like my chances against Bama. 
I like my chances against anyone in the nation. I like my chances against Clemson the way it sits right now. Uh, yeah, Clemson's a good team, but I don't. They've got everyone's got weaknesses, right? It's how can you mask those weaknesses? I I would like Michigan matchup against Clemson. I, I think I, the I coaching think, is the difference in that game. Yeah, you know, you don't feel good about Dabo. I don't think I'm, I don't. I have nothing against the man. I just don't think he. Given the time that you could prepare for that game, right? That he's going to have a better game plan than Harbaugh is. You just don't buy it. I would agree. Now Saban, yeah, might just have a as good or better game plan because he knows he's got the winning formula. He's, uh, he's, he's got the, he's got the test. He knows how to study off the cheat sheet. Um, but but once he doesn't have it. I would he love retires. It. I really, 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 really. I, for if several, Harbaugh beats him, Saban's days are numbered. He'll give it one more try, and if he doesn't get it, I bet he's done. He'll realize his run is done, and then he can retire with statues and bronze shit everywhere, and Saban, you know, Saban Hall, and Saban I, metrics. <laughs> I don't know. I think Saban will coach until he's dead. He just passes out and dies. I don't think. I, I don't think he would be intimidated by anybody. I could be wrong. He, he was intimidated by um, um, Lloyd Carr and left. Yeah, he that's true. He couldn't recruit or or field a team in Michigan oh. and bolted for the LSU because he couldn't compete. No. So he is a quitter. Let's see. Given the right circumstances, no. he found his dream job. He found the mecca of talent. Everybody, uh, look at, I'm building a successful program. Look at me, I won a national championship. <laughs> and sucks the talent in. And it's just a, it's just a, it's you, not a vicious circle. It's a wonderful circle for him. Well, you're right. I mean, he, who was the, uh, the guy that was throwing the biggest fit over these satellite camps? Right. Because he, he sees the, the writing on the wall. Right. You're oh, going to take my talent now? You've got a Jim Harbaugh down here eating up my talent base. Now I don't have an advantage? Or now it's an even playing field. Now it's just coach versus coach. Yeah, right. I can't, you know. Right. I, I don't have as much confidence. I don't have the fastest car anymore. <laughs> so yeah, um, he's got a fast car. Jim's got a fast jet that's taking him everywhere yeah. and everywhere at the same time. It's just, I don't know. Of course, I don't know Nick Saban. It's uh, all I know is we got to see it. We got to see this what matchup. What my transom? In, in and out. I really, really time. desperately want to see that match matchup. Uh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, you got to no measure up. Well, let's uh, let's take a little bit, bit of a break and then come back and we'll preview uh, Maryland. Oh yeah. Uh, we've got sort of a uh, a loose connection of some uh, some uh, folks going to this game. That's sort of a big deal that we'd like to talk about as well. Yeah. Um. Uh. But. Um, we'll do that right after this break. And welcome back to episode 1.10, which again, that's uh, our 10th episode for you math freaks. As we, uh, 1.10 episode of the Hailcast. I'm sorry. Yes. As we take a look at preview of our next opponent, which is the, uh, Turtles of Maryland, I believe. Get crab cakes and fuck 
that's what Maryland does. Terrapins. Terrapin Station. Yeah. Great dead album. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that may be a closure. Okay. Things are coming into the light, focus. The light bulb just went the light off. Bulb just went off. Yeah, right. Yes. Um, Maryland. Yeah, big game home this week, Matt. It's yeah. nice to be back home. Seems like we're home every week. You know, maybe we go away one week, but then we're home for two. But we've only left the state once this yeah. campaign. So nice Jersey. Nice schedule. The way it's working out. Ah. Another uh, couple of folks. I've got we've got uh, my son down here, a ninth grader here at Dates Grand Rapids High School. Uh, uh, classmates of your twin daughters, That's Katie right. and Megan, who are also freshmen here at Dates Grand Rapids High School. Uh, Matt's down here only because we've got sort of a connection to a couple of uh, kids who are going to the game this week, right, Matt? Yeah. A couple of classmates of yours. Yeah. A uh, couple of former basketball teammates of yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Um, big uh, supporters of your football team and all sports in general around uh, Chase and Harrison Tasker will be attending this game uh, Harrison goes by Bear so I said his his, uh, his given name but he's Bear Chase and Bear Tasker um, okay let me back up a little bit the um, let me just say this. Chase and Bear are um, battling an affliction um, such that they now require the use of wheelchairs for mobility. Um, their brother, who was a Central Michigan University student, decided to pen a letter to Coach Harbaugh. Um, these, let, me, these, let me go back even a step further. These boys are huge Michigan fans. These guys know Harbaugh's stats. Back in the 80s, am I correct, Matt? Oh, yeah, they know everything. Yeah, they are just the biggest fans of your freshman football. They were at every game this year, correct? Every single game. Every single game. They're at the basketball games, at the postseason. You guys are conference champions. Yep. At the postseason banquet, they were at the banquet. Yeah. And you guys presented each one of them with an autographed helmet. East Grand Rapids autographed helmet, which was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, that's that really makes me feel good about you guys as humans, other than, uh, as well as football players. But anyway, so now that we've got that, these guys are huge sports fans, and I can remember watching several years ago when they're on the court playing. Um, their brother pens a letter to Harbaugh, essentially saying, "I don't know if this will ever reach you, but I'm gonna write it anyway," um, and goes through the story of his brothers. Um, and you know what Michigan means, and blah 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 blah. Well, evidently, Coach Harbaugh does get a hold of it and says, "Bring them to the Maryland game, please. I want them on the field. I want to meet with them before the game." I mean, Harbaugh. I mean, bottom line, Harbaugh. Uh, they're going to be at the Maryland game this weekend, and so I bumped into him today. I go in. To uh, fill some volleyball bags of concession money as the treasurer of the um, team boosters, and uh, there they are. They're in between classes or going to lunch, and I'm like, oh man, I got to talk to them. So you know, I mentioned to them that uh, you know they're looking forward to it. They're very excited. It's a huge week, obviously. Uh, I don't think they knew that they are going to be on the field with Jimmy, um, Ricky Leach. Ricky Leach, yeah, not Jimmy Leach. Ricky the Peach. Who, who sold uh, um, uh, Flower in the South, but Ricky Leach, who played Michigan up north, uh, who played football up north for Michigan, uh, honorary captain celebrating for the anniversary of a Big Ten title, 
will be on the field, and he, I mean, he is so excited about this. I don't know if you heard him on Sam Webb. Ricky Leach, the guts and the glue of the maize and blue, is he, fired up. He is so crazy fired up yeah. to be on the field. I mean, literally, it sounded like he was going to He may have been crying when he was talking. Yeah. Uh, just so fired up. Soon. I mean, just, it was unbelievable. And your classmates are going to be on the field. I don't know if they're going to, I'm sure they, they may, they may be. Um, anyway, it's awesome. Uh, I'm, it makes me love Michigan and Harbaugh even more. Yeah. Uh, to see them celebrate these two fine young boys. Um, I've got a neat picture of the two boys in first grade. Um, dressed as Michigan football players, they were head to toe um, with the helmet and the jersey and the and the whole the whole gear, the pants. It turns out my daughters um, were dressed as Michigan cheerleaders. Twin daughters, the twins, yeah, and the, and the Tasker boys are twins as the, well. The Tasker twins and the and the Steckity twins, yep. So I um, we found that and got that into the hands of uh, yeah, their parents. Great. That was kind of neat. So very excited for uh, the Tasker boys this weekend. That's what a great opportunity. No doubt. And um, what a great weekend for it. Yeah. So that is really cool. Uh, um, you have any thoughts about this, Matt? I mean, it's just an amazing experience all around. Whether they're going to meet uh, Coach Harbaugh or not. Or if they're well, they are. They're going to meet with him before the game. Oh, it? before the game. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, it's an amazing experience yeah. to be out there. On the yeah, you're gonna have to find out what that was like, because uh, I imagine they'll be down in the tunnels and just to find out, like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I can imagine the athletic department does a first class job with, yeah, with with these kids, yeah. So very very cool. Um, so let's take a look at this uh, Maryland football team from a eagle eye perspective of the Hailcast crew. Um, eagle eye perspective if they they can rush the ball they've got a couple of good backs um, yeah they've got a hell of a rush through the third in the Big Ten is what you said yeah yep third behind, behind number one Michigan Michigan and Ohio State and uh, Maryland are your Big Ten rushing leaders um, behind, well, let's, let's rewind just a little bit uh, DJ Durkin is the first year head coach. Yeah. We remember DJ as our defensive coordinator for, uh, for Coach Harbaugh last year. 38. Young fella. No doubt. A lot of energy. A lot of energy. So he goes back with Coach Harbaugh um, to Stanford and uh, coached with uh, Urban Meyer, even uh, Bowling Green, as I recall. Good coach. Real good coach. And, uh, and oddly, his defense is not his strength this year. Well, not oddly. I mean... But he's the he came in as a defensive coordinator. Yep. Yep. He, he's got a decent pass defense. His rush defense not so much. Right, he does. So uh, he's got some work to do. He's gonna get his guys in. He's already got a pretty decent recruiting class he's building. Um which is not shocking. He was uh the hell of a recruiter for for Coach Harbaugh last year. Solid recruiter. Um so in any event, yeah. So they've got a good rushing attack on offense. Their defensive uh, rushing uh, numbers are not so great. Um, so that looks like an opportunity for Michigan and their four-headed monster to to have some success. Um, I, I'm a little surprised that they're 
quarterback, Perry Ellis, is the leader in the Big Ten in completion percentage and efficiency. Um, that is a little surprising. What is he doing? Does he take care of the ball? Is he throwing the ball over the place? Um, I haven't been following them closely enough to know the answer to that. I think they've been playing poor competition. Let's take a look. Let's have a look. Perry Ellis. He's played seven games, has 140 attempts, 93 completions. Well, that's, yeah, that's 66%. That's high percentage. 1,000 yards, 7.6 per. Pretty decent thrower. 10 touchdowns to only three interceptions. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. So deep slinger. Numbers. I just don't think he's facing anybody. Well, he has not played faced Michigan's he's not defense. Faced Michigan's defense. No. no, that that those numbers will get stymied. That Durkin, you know, I mean, if you could have replaced Durkin, you know, the number two defense last year gets the number one defense's coordinator to replace Durkin. Right. Um, so. Um, no pass. They also rank uh, first in the Big Ten and ninth nationally in red zone appearances, um, which is they have twenty four out of their twenty six red zones. They're uh, they've scored and uh, nine of them have been touchdowns. So um, again, a little bit of a surprising statistic. But they are their offense is is potent if it gets going with that running game and an efficient quarterback. Um, you know, that's just what that's just the formula that Harbaugh wants is a wonderful running game and an efficient quarterback. Yep. Um, so I guess Durkin's on the right. You know, if he's starting off with his offense, you know that defense is going to come around. Yeah. I mean, I kind of figured Maryland is uh, is looking pretty swell. They uh, just dropped a tight ball game with uh, the Hoosier. Um, yeah, that's a that could. Uh, well, you can see how they rebound. A tough loss like that on the road. Well, they've got to go back on the road again to uh, Ann Arbor. We talked uh, real briefly there about uh, Ricky Leach being the honorary captain. Yeah. Ricky yeah, Leach. So psyched. Very excited. I, I'm a big fan of Ricky Leach. Oh, yeah. Baseball oh, guy, yeah. football guy. He was Lefty. Slinger. I'm a big fan of Andy Southpaw. So when I was a little kid, he was the uh, first quarterback that I recall right. being fired up. Well, he was the first quarterback I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick Leach was... God, the Flynn's... I think he's on the Flynn's Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Lytle. Yeah. I'm listening to Ricky Leach talk about Lytle and wanting to have, like, you know... Oh, yeah. He wanted uh, Lytle's boy to be there. Kelly, yeah. Uh, he couldn't make it, and he's like, but my dad will be up there grinning down at you. Yeah. Um, God, we're old. Well, yeah, not as old as Rick. No, but dang. Yeah. Uh, those are like my first memories in the in the late 70s of uh, of college football, you know, being yeah. aware of it. Um, he was a stud. Vegas Ferguson, uh, Joe Montana, Ricky Leach, Rob Lytle. Yep. Uh, How about that backfield with uh, Ricky Leach? I mean, he had, uh, who was it, Harold Huckleby? Yeah. Um, who was his fullback? Was Russell Davis? Russell, yeah. He's going to be there, and it, so is Harlan. Is that right? They're both going to be there with uh, Rick. With, oh, oh, yeah. That's awesome. Gosh, that was a backfield. 
I mean, that's a great name, Harlan Huckleby. Hey, well, you Huckleberry. That's a look at that backfield. Nineteen seventy-six. Rob Lytle, Harlan Huckleby, Russell Davis. Um, Wishbone. Right, right tackle, <laughs> Bill Dufek, Mark Donahue, Walt Downing. That's a uh, hell of a club there. Damn. Option. God. The old Michigan option. Gosh, they beat every team except for Purdue. Good grief. 16-14 loss. Is that the year Purdue had the half-footed kicker? And uh, USC 76? Could be, I don't know. Could be. That guy could boot the ball. Yeah. Was he the guy that had the record? I think so, yeah. Could have been that? well before that, I don't know. Clubfoot. Clubfoot, indeed. Well, back to Maryland. Um, task at hand here. Uh, One of only two teams in the Big Ten to have two uh, two rushers over 575. So, are we... It's, it's not going to be a tight game. Vegas... Has Michigan a thirty-one point favorite? Right. So, uh, so there are they've got they've got problems. They've got problems. Yeah, their defense can't stop much. And if we can stop their run once again, yeah. I mean, I would say, gosh, how are they going to score if they've got to rely on that quarterback who's very good? uh, You know, by statistics, he's got to beat us. And I just don't see that happening. I think if we can make them one-dimensional, make them. Rush the ball. Actually, gets hurt. I mean, once again, it's the theme. Two quarterbacks out last game. Yeah. I mean, if Perry Hills goes down. We don't know what's going to happen. Well, they're done. Well, they're, yeah. Who, is there backup uh, Johnny Crab Cakes? Right, yeah. That's what they do there. Crab Cakes and football. Crab Cakes and football in Maryland. Well, that's a, uh, gosh, that's a tall task for them. Well, that'll be good. Good game to come back for uh, Michigan after a solid victory on the road. Get your feet back under you. Get your uh, confidence back with your defense. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're, I think we're right there. We, you know, we had some missed tackles. I don't want to see those get cleaned up. Um, I don't think we're going to see um, uh, Harbaugh going all Rutgers on him. Um, there's no. no points to prove here. No. But I do believe he's going to want a solid victory. Yes, and I don't know that there will be. They won't be have to dig too deep into the playbook to make a no. solid victory. I think no, this, pretty vanilla. A relatively vanilla playbook will get it done. Yeah, a little play action, running, 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 play action. Maybe a little wildcat. I mean, you got to figure the stage is set for Jabril uh, to show his talent. So whenever they're going to get an opportunity to do that, they will. Yep. Other than that, I don't think you'll see anything nutty. Um, no nope. sweeps, maybe a little McDoom, but that's that's at this point that's just standard vanilla, freeing up things, opening things up. Yeah, that's just part of the playbook at this point. Really uh, looking forward to seeing. Um, we forgot to mention him, but um, our hometown uh, Drake Harris. Um, who had, you know, they went to him last game. Oh, they went for that initial kill shot right off the yeah. bat. He was open. And so if uh, Grant Perry is not back for whatever mysterious reasons, and the rumor was uh, fighting in East Lansing during the bye week, 
that's just a vague rumor. So let's just forget that I even said that. In fact, maybe I'll just edit that out. We don't know why he's not playing. Um, but if we see Drake Harris again, I'd like to see... Let's see him catch a couple of balls. Yeah, all right. He's got the one on the air. They targeted him. Uh, yeah, they did. He's Lansing. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see him come down with something there. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. I'm looking forward to seeing Jehu get more involved. Uh, yep. Back to uh, back to last year's yep. uh, sort of form. But it'd be wonderful to have just two two wideouts who are really feeling it uh, as the end of the season approaches, and a tight end that you know is just constantly good. Yep. And a quarterback. I mean, and then I mean, boom, running weapons. We like our weapons. Yeah, we got some weapons. It was nice to see Asiasi get a nice grab there, 15-yard reception. Yeah. He turns his body upfield real nice. <laughs> a wide body. Nobody's going to get in front of that. I wouldn't. Uh, I'd be driving in his legs. And yeah. Like, well, if he jumps over me, he jumps over me. I, I, might, I might have to pull a hammy. All right. Pull up short. Had to pull the old Jordan Lewis on LJ tackle. That was a sweet tackle. Oh. Fake like you're going up high and then just boom, get yeah, him right. He, he had oh. a game. Yeah, I did. I know we're jumping back, but there was so much. From there was a lot. I mean, it was a big segment, but in this Maryland preview, you know, there's just not that. They're, they don't pose Maryland's going to get, you know, crushed. they're going to get turtled. They're going to get crushed. They're going to get their names turtled. Yeah. Um, yeah, so good times. Very good We're going to move into... Uh, Again, uh, let me just go back. Uh, we are now at week 10, and Northwestern is still in the race to win the Big Ten West. Yeah. The sleeper. That yeah. Was out of it. Um, they turned it around. They did. Their quarterback found a receiver. That quarterback's pretty good. As it turns out. Is his name Colson? Thorson. 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 He's the Hunt. son of Thor. <laughs> right. No wonder he's bringing the fire. He's just hammering down. God of thunder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so good for Northwestern. Um, yeah, good sleeper pick. Um, boy, I can't think of much more to add to our tenth double-digit podcast, Matt. No, no, I can't either. Outside of how pleased that uh, we both are that we are right in the mix of the college football playoffs here, November first. November is. The month to remember in college football. This is where it all goes down. Rubber meets the road. So, uh, are we prepared for uh, taking a stab? You ready to uh, do a little cut and run? Take a, take a stab and score? Yeah, I think so. I like Michigan in uh, this Maryland game 44, and I'll give Maryland three. Yeah. Field goal. Forty-four to three. Oh. That is a that's a good looking score. I am uh, I'm going to trust Vegas on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. Thirty-nine to six. There you go. There you go. Look forward to it, Michael. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's more of a dismantling. But yeah. I, I have a feeling Harbaugh is settling into. Well, this is surviving. Not showing advance. anything until Ohio State. It's surviving advance until eleven twenty six. 
and then all hell. I'm not going to tip my hand to you, Buckeye. Yep. And I have a hand. Oh, do I have a hand? He's got some He's got some plays. Am I bluffing? No, I'm not bluffing. All right. My hand is loaded. Yep. And I got wild cards. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. I think I'll be around. I'll be out. Trip the fan up. Full of turkey? Heck yeah. Yep. I'll be around too. Looking forward to it. In the meantime, y'all enjoy your... 3.30 uh, Saturday. Yeah. Go blue. I'll be there. You go blue too.
It's no choice. Soon you will not hear his voice. His job is to shed light and not to master.